So if you are listening to this and you are knowing that right now I am not financially where I want to be, I want you to look at two things and two things first and foremost. What was the environment that your beliefs developed in and what did you take on from your caretakers? And is there any part of me that feels disconnected or rejecting my own growth with the masculine? They're the two parts I want you to take away massively from today. I'm Casey Warwick and I'm the founder of The Undone Program and The Embodied Woman. I train and coach women how to embody their power in relationships and master true leadership in their business and life all over the world. You see, over the years, I have become passionate about showing women just how truly capable they are and the life that they can create when they understand their own power. And I guess it's through my own journey and my own understanding of learning what it takes to actually get there that I am able to help unlock the secrets of it in other women. So this podcast is completely dedicated to bring you the conversations, insights, and the tools that will take the difference of what it actually means to step into your power as a woman. It will allow you to create the relationships you truly desire both internally and externally and show you what it takes to build the life and the career you truly desire through unlocking your own leadership styles. The Feminine Files leads the way in owning our feminine power. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Feminine Files. You are with me, your host, Case Warwick, today, and I am super excited to be diving into the topic of really understanding money energetics from the basicest of basic levels. Now, the reason why I want to really bring this back is because over the next season or the next few episodes, I want to really expand your mindset with money. I really want to open it up so you can start to look at what is happening, what is being gifted and guided through your money channels in your life and really open you up to find a new way of being energetically and really learn how to quantum leap really fast. Now, when I'm speaking into this, what I find the most like common thing that happens is people are always caught in this mindset of like, I've just got to hustle, work hard, really do the things. And whilst these things are very true in terms of building and creating some foundational work, it gets to be done with a hell of a lot of ease and a really, really big amount of flow if you know how to build the discipline. Now, the discipline can only come if you actually have a look at what could be potentially sabotaging you from actually putting some firm foundations in. And I really want to talk about our belief systems and structures around money and how they can potentially hold us back from creating really big amounts of wealth. And I'm going to be using real life experiences of what I personally have navigated and how I've been able to transform my life from literally being in the negative week by week as a broke personal trainer to now earning multiple six figures, being able to retire my partner in the first year of my baby's life and purely just being able to really be a stand for the life that we are creating and the investments we are making and the just, I guess, the generational shift that we are creating with what moves we are making. So today's just going to be a really basic overview to get you start to think about your beliefs and around what's actually happening. Now, 
The first thing I really want you to know is money is deeply, deeply connected to the masculine, all right? So if you think about the energetics of money, it allows you to be provided for. It is essentially the provider in this modern world. So if we are not able to receive, we are not able to build massive generational amounts of wealth. Now, when I say generational amounts of wealth, I mean Wealth that gets to change the game for you, moving forward for your family, for the your family's family, like all the things, right? So when we're talking about the energetics of money being in the masculine, a lot of people will talk about money being a feminine energy and it's actually not. It is a masculine energy because it takes you to be able to receive, to be able to actually have it come into your world. It is the receiving that is the feminine energy of the monetary spaces. So firstly, I just really want to acknowledge like our wounding around the masculine has such a big impact on how we show up for money. And personally, I've every time I've hit a new glass ceiling, every time I've found a new level of myself monetarily, it has always come directly after a deeper space has been healed within myself, whether it be my father wounds, whether it be in my relationship, whether it be just being able to hold myself energetically in my own masculine structure. Now, when I say that, a lot of women are looking outside of themselves for that, you know, safety and security. And until we can actually hold ourselves on our own without the need for external validation, the masculine wound is always going to be present. So for me, I know in myself to be fully integrated, my own masculine energy has to create the safe space for my feminine. I need to be strong enough in myself to be able to be soft. Now, to be soft in its truest form, to be in a true place of vulnerability, takes courage. It takes that masculine energy. And there's a big difference between transparency and vulnerability. And if you can come to the place of actually allowing yourself to be able to hold yourself without the vulnerability hangover, without the you know need to justify the softness, without the need to feel like you will be rejected for your softness. That's when you know you've come to a really, really, really deep level of being able to hold that masculine energy within yourself. And you've got to find that, that ripples out into your relationships. You'll be able to hold relationships with your friends, with your intimate lovers, with all the people that are deeply connected to you in a much higher sense, your boundaries are going to become so gracefully placed because there's an energetic space and frequency that you hold where it's just like people will not fuck with you. And I speak about this so often because I hold this energy of, no, don't cross me, but I'm going to love you so much. And for a lot of people, they find it a little bit confusing because they're like, how does this just not happen in your world? And it's because of the energetic boundaries that I hold with myself. And I know where I am and what I'm creating. So if this is resonating with you when I'm speaking into these masculine woundings within yourself, I really want to give you the space to come back into this podcast later because I'm going to be doing a whole episode on the masculine wounding and our father wounds as women because this is so deeply connected to our money ties. And the more that you listen to my work and how we everything touches everything, you're going to find a really, really big, big space for yourself to expand in. So today, that's just a really, really brief, brief overview of the masculine wound and where we're going to be going because we have been conditioned by society to fear the masculine. 
We have been conditioned by society that we have to become feminine and we have to be soft and we have to do all these things, but then also told that we're wrong for doing it. So there's a really, really big shift that gets to be taken energetically here for you to really step into your power with money. And it really opens up when you can actually take a look at what it is that takes your energetic power to actually be able to receive. And what I mean by takes your energetic power, I mean like if you are finding yourself giving your power away and you can't receive because you are so scared to like actually surrender to that process, there's going to be an energetic disconnect and no matter what you sit there and try and manifest and call in, it's never going to come in. So I know I've kind of gone really overview on this one. But with the next prompt, I'm going to really take you a little bit deeper. Now, what I mean by a little bit deeper is our beliefs around money, essentially, they stem from the environment that we've grown up in. Now, there's an old saying that goes, you will rise and fall to the level of your environment. And this is absolutely no step, any way, in any shape or form separate to your financial being, right? And when we're talking about our beliefs around money, our conditioning patterns around money, essentially the first two people that ever gave you any kind of belief were your caretakers, your caregivers. And that can be your parents. If you're adopted, that can be the people that, you know, took care of you. It can be your grandparents. Whoever those roles were in your life, they are going to hold a significant weight on how you view money. So when we're looking at what are our belief systems, what are our actual guidelines and what we've been created to believe around money the first thing that is is the most important thing is to start to look at what beliefs did my caregivers actually hold and writing a big list of those down really allows you to open up your world because what you'll notice the minute you start to write those lists that list down of what they had and what they carried through them you're going to start to see the ones at which you adopted and I know for myself my dad was incredibly like he just lashed out whenever he wanted with money. He had all this money because he worked and he had his own business and he was just like a big spender, wanted to splash his cash all the time, any time he couldn't have a fun time. Whereas my mom was the complete opposite. She was quite a hoarder. She wanted to hold on to her money uh, because she feared that it would not come in again. And so she lived on a week-to-week basis never truly getting in front because of not really ever trusting money. Now, for a long time in my life, I actually lived in both of these paradigms. I would unconsciously sabotage myself because I wanted to live in this big, luxurious lifestyle where I did all the things, I had all the things, everything was beautiful. But I also made sure that when I was living that life, I was never allowing myself to get in front. So I was constantly in this scarcity mode, chasing myself and My business as a personal trainer, when this was really present, when I started to learn this, I was a six-figure earner in that business, yet I had nothing to show for it. I was literally like week to week scrounging to get my bills paid and I didn't exactly waste money either. That was the thing that really got me. I wasn't going out and partying. There was a few moments where I did, but it wasn't a regular occurrence for me. I wasn't going out and wasting money on big, lavish, expensive things. I just literally could not hold it. I would find bills. I would find excuses of where money needed to go. I would constantly be putting myself below the red purely because of my belief system. Now, every single one of us has a compass 
that we are set with on our money, right? So we have a set point essentially. And if you just take a look at your bank account right now, I guarantee you there's a part of you that only can ever reach a certain amount in your bank account. And I remember for me, when I was a personal trainer, if I had like $500 left over in my bank account for the following week, I felt like I was a fucking millionaire. I was like, boom, I saved money. I've got $500 in my bank account. But the next week, I would find a way to make sure I was ending up with zero again. And this was a constant pattern for me. And I remember the first time I got a big tax return and I had over $5,000 in my bank account. And I was like, I am fucking rolling. I thought I was absolutely really killing it in that moment because I had all of this money. And I got rid of all of that money really quickly because I was literally did not know how to hold on to it, did not know how to actually allow myself to hold on to an expanded version of myself. Are you looking to step into your next level of leadership as a woman, a CEO, and a business owner? As a woman, it can be so much to hold all of the things that we have to hold and still show up as a leader in your business. You have relationships, you have a personal life, and potentially you have motherhood as well. Right now, applications are open for my six-month mastermind, Embodied Business. In this mastermind, I'll be working in an intimate setting with you, covering all the areas of what it takes to step into your leadership as a CEO, as a woman honoring the relationships in her life, and if you're already there, holding you through motherhood. I have learned a thing or two in the last year of stepping into this space. And especially when it comes to business, we need that support. In this mastermind, we cover what I believe to be the three core pillars of what it takes to truly stand out as the authority in your industry. I'm talking energetics, strategy, and embodiment. If you haven't heard me say it a million times already, I believe everything touches everything. And how you show up in your personal life will affect how you show up as a businesswoman. It's time to marry your world together and bring harmony to your nervous system. Applications are now open. If this sounds like you, head on over to my website, www.caseworld.com and book a call in with me personally to see if this is the right fit for you. So this was the pattern I had. I would start to make a lot of money, then I'd find a way to get rid of it. Now, if this is resonating for you, I really want you to just drop in with yourself for a moment because this is not something that's permanent. This is a learned behavior. And as you start to untangle and understand where the sabotage is happening with you financially, you're going to be able to reset that set point. And so what I actually did to start resetting that set point is I'd be like, okay, my bank account isn't allowed to drop below this point. And so for me, for the beginning, it was $500. And then it became $600. And then it became $1,000. And then it slowly started to increase until the point where I was starting to see like six figures in my bank account and things were starting to get really, really good in life. And so the reason why I really want to speak into this is because it takes the willingness to look at the belief systems to start to untangle this. Now, obviously, I work with people on a one-on-one scale with this and really dive deeply into this because just looking at the beliefs, yeah, sure, we can know about them, we can bring consciousness to them, but to actually change the pattern and the habit, it takes a little bit. Often it takes that little bit of actually knowing what is the thing that is causing me to do the thing. And until we can consciously grab hold of the anchor point for us that 
allows us to dip into that mode, we're not going to be able to change it. And what I mean by that is just say hypothetically you get all this money and suddenly you're like, oh, I need to go shopping because I need this dress, right? You actually don't need the dress. This is a sabotage pattern that a lot of people do and they're not willing to put in the hard work for just 12 months to get themselves financially free on the other side. And so when you're starting to notice yourself going, oh, hold on, I need to go to the shops for this, like really check in with yourself. Like, is it a need or is it a desire? And if it's a desire, really honor that it's a desire rather than a need. Because when we start to look at the world of like, I'm playing in my desires, we get to expand that. But when we're playing in our needs, we are only having our basic needs met. So I really want to let that land for you on the paradigm that you're playing with. If we're talking about needs, we're playing in the basic of needs. If we're talking about my desires, it gets to up level, it gets to expand and we get to open up a whole new realm of what life means for us. Now for myself, when I was looking at, we just recently moved houses and this house was an interim house because we're in the process of building a house and I wanted to be closer to the beach. So I was like, okay, it needs to have three bedrooms, but I desire more. And so what happened, even in that tiny little slip, we'd always had these big, beautiful houses. In that tiny little slip, I managed to find a house with three bedrooms. Now, this house is beautiful. I'm very happy with my house. However, I didn't realize that I was unconsciously choosing from a need rather than a desire just by speaking into the I need to have three bedrooms. So I just want to really presence that for you. How often are you speaking from your need rather than your desire? right? Because I promise you, what is a must will get met. And what is a must is always a need. So when we're talking basic human survival needs, it becomes really, really evident that we're going to do what it takes to actually have that need met, right? Whether it be negatively, positively, whatever it may be, we are going to get the needs met. And if we think back, even to take that to a deeper level, our basic Basic emotional needs are security, right? We need security, approval, or we will try and control. Sorry, there are basic desires. But then to flip it onto our basic needs, it is certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. All of these things, they connect. Our core needs and our core desires hold different weights, right? To be loved is much, much, much deeper. We need that certainty that we are loved. We need to feel the love and connection. We need the significance that we are loved. And if we are not feeling that, we're going to find ways to need it in a negative light, just like we do with money, right? Money holds so much weight for us because it becomes the thing that provides us with our need or our desire. So I really hope, this is just a short one, but I really hope this has landed for you. I've given you a lot of information right now. A lot of information speaking into why we do not get where we want to go financially just from the basic level. Because firstly, we're usually scared of the masculine. And whether that be with ourselves, whether that be with our partners, or whether that be with our father, we are not willing to open that case up. And I promise you, the deeper you go, the more you're going to see that it all stems back from our first viewpoint of the masculine. Now, that may not just necessarily be from your father. Your mother may have had a strong identity held and attached to the masculine and therefore has imprinted that thought on you as well. So this can go a whole million ways, right? 
But until you start looking at your actual blueprint of how you created your thought system around money, you will not expand it, all right? Because you are not going to be coming from a place of your own belief systems. You are going to be coming from a place of hypnosis, which is the thoughts that someone else has given you, right? All hypnosis is self-hypnosis and every part of hypnosis is you adopting a belief. So if you have been hypnotized by someone else's belief system around money, it's time to let that go. You deserve to be expansive. You deserve wealth. You deserve to be your most, most beautiful, elegant, bloody huge version of yourself. And you do not have to be limited in the lifestyle that you live in that. If there's one thing I cannot stress to you enough is you can be deeply rooted in your spiritual spiritual being. But that does not mean you have to go without. Personally, one of my pet peeves is seeing people of service believe that they do not get to have expansion and do not get to charge for what they are actually providing in this world because the healers of this world are the ones who would change the game and until they start providing and for themselves and actually charging their worth, we will never, ever break this cycle. So if you are a person who is in the land of service to others and it doesn't matter how that looks, it is time to step up and start charging your worth because the more that we are in our power financially, the more that we get to change what happens on a bigger scale globally. So be willing to look, be willing to actually unconsciously tap into the places that you may have been hiding from, all right? And if you need support in that, find someone who can hold you in this. Really deeply find someone who can hold you in this. This is what I do with my women in my masterminds and really allow them the energetics to expand into a bigger space for themselves. You need to be held in these spaces so you can expand because I promise you, if you do not have the support system, you will fall back to your old paradigm. People only fail for one reason and one reason only. And that is because they didn't have the support behind them to actually reach the goal. Now, if you think about it, as let's use an example of personal training here. And I can use my own personal experiences here, right? I used to be a personal trainer and I would watch clients time in, time again. They'd come in, they'd work with me for a couple of months. They'd lose all of this weight. They'd feel really great. And then they'd stop working with me. And suddenly they'd walk away and they'd put all the weight back on. And it wasn't because they failed. It was because they went back into an environment that didn't hold them or didn't support them. So they then went back to the level of consciousness as which they were before. Now, I want to really present something. Just because you've activated awareness, it does not mean that you have dismissed the habitual practices behind it to really allow yourself the depth for consistent growth and evolution. It means putting yourself in the environment that is going to most support that. So if you are listening to this, and you are knowing that right now, I am not financially where I want to be. I want you to look at two things and two things first and foremost. What was the environment that your beliefs developed in? And what did you take on from your caretakers? And is there any part of me that feels disconnected or rejecting my own growth with the masculine? They're the two parts I want you to take away massively from today. As I said, we're going to expand on this more and more in this podcast and throughout this season. But remembering here and now, Our growth starts with our willingness to look. If you do not track your money, if you do not allow yourself a space of consistent solidarity in your growth, it will not grow. What you do not measure cannot grow. And this is very much my masculine side coming through because 
what I see a lot is people come into the space of business and they treat it like a hobby and they just go, oh, I made this amount of money, but they don't know how to consistently hold that. And that is because they are not tracking their results and not allowing themselves to actually physically look at what it's going to take to really, really move the scale and continue to break that glass ceiling. I promise you, if you are willing to look here and you are willing to take a hold of what's happening financially for you, there's absolutely no way you can fail. So with that, until next time, if this resonated for you, please share away on your socials or DM me at Case Warwick on Instagram. I want to know what your biggest takeaways were from this and I want to connect with my audience. So please let me know what's coming up for you. Let me know what you need support in and let me know if you have any questions for some upcoming episodes. (laughs) 